0: Here at the church at 11 o'clock a.m. Also, save the date. Does everybody like Super Bowl Sunday? <laughs> I thought so. Um, there's going to be a big party here at church, a tailgating party out in the parking lot. Don't worry, there's time afterwards to be able to get home in time to see the Super Bowl and have your party still. But um, Sunday, don't miss the party this year. It features stories from NFL players, tailgating, food, games. You can bring all the friends you want to bring, so feel free to make sure to... Um, show up here at church for that as well. Uh, right now, I'd like the ushers to come forward. We're going to take off. And, um, this is an amazing opportunity for us to trust God with something that really means a lot to us. And it's, a, it's the most amazing opportunity for God to bless us and do well. So if you would bow your heads, with please. Dear Heavenly Father, you're so amazing, and we thank you and praise you for everything you're doing in our church, in our finances, in our families, in our lives. We ask that you supernaturally bless the tithes and offerings of the broader today to expand your kingdom throughout Syracuse and throughout church. In Jesus' name. Amen. Today we're going to continue a series called um. What is it again? Transform the norm. Forgive me. And I would like you to um help join in welcoming Pastor Kelly as she comes up to continue our series.
1: You want this? Yay. I'm excited. Josh, you're amazing. You are amazing. Praise God. So I just, um, I'm excited to be here. Um, my husband, uh, you can pray for him. He is in Pittsburgh right now getting ready to go to a Steelers game. So <laughs> <I know>. Oh. <laughs> So you can pray that he stays warm with uh, two of my sons, so they're they're there. Um, you know, right, just a few days ago, someone had texted him and said, do you want to go to the playoff game? And he's like, sure. <laughs> and so he's crazy. I would never go out there in that freezing cold. I don't know about you guys. It's, I don't know, but that's crazy. But anyways, so I'm excited. Um... We have, we, I don't know if you, if you guys had um, had the opportunity to meet um, our missionary, um, one of our amazing missionaries, Greg, Greg Barnes. If, can you stand up for a second? Greg spoke a couple of weeks ago, and he's getting ready to go back to Guam tomorrow. So um, stay, keep standing, Greg. <laughs> so if you're around him, let's just uh, put your hand on him and extend our, our hand to him right now. And so God, we just bless Greg. We thank you for what you're doing in his life. We thank you for his ministry, God. Lord, we just pray that this year would be filled with so much fruit, God, would be filled with, with more than he could ask or more than he could think, God, that you would overwhelm him with your goodness and in your, your love, and, God, that, that he would reach more people than he could ever think he could reach, that you would give him strategy and great, um, great God ideas. So we bless you, Greg. We just say go forth and go on, go on in God, in Jesus' name. We love you. Amen. Amen. So we're excited. Um, also, we're we're excited. I just want to welcome. Um, we have more viewers than are in this room. I don't know if you guys realize that, but we are on live stream. So I just want to say hi to our live stream. S- I can't talk today. <laughs> live stream family, we love you and. So we want to bless you. We thank, you, thank God that you're here. Maybe the weather was a little bit too much for you. Um, so, hey, we love you. And also, um, those in here, if you have Facebook, um, we would love for you to just take a minute right now and just share the live stream and so that we could reach uh, more people. We had so much response from that. It's been incredible. And actually, a family member of ours um, sh- who... who Um, we hadn't heard from in a long time, um, was going through a lot of stuff. And through the live stream, God really touched her and really affected her life. And so that's amazing. Isn't that amazing? So it's reaching more people than, than we realize. So hallelujah. So, all right, we're, we're starting. This is like the second week of this. Um, thank you for sharing it. You guys are amazing. That happens to me every week <laughs> when I try to share it. But anyways, um, we are, this is the second week of this series called Transform the Norm. And what it's about is about living a normal Christian life. Come on. Like, I don't know. Like, a lot of times we think Christianity, what we see it today, is just how it is. But you know what? When you read the Bible don't we see another story? We see something else. And, and God is calling us to higher living, right? He's calling us to higher living where we see God move and we see him respond um, on a regular basis, on a daily basis. Come on. Who, who wants to live for boring Christianity? I, I didn't sign up for that. I don't know about you, but I didn't sign up for that. And so um, we're, we're just going to talk about this in the next few weeks about what normal Christianity looks like. And if you ask me, normal Christianity looks like Jesus and the book of Acts. You know, it looks like what Jesus did. He said in his word to go and, and do the same, right, greater things that you will see. Because he went to the Father and he's, he kind of said, like, tag, you're it. <laughs> it's your turn. And so, and so God is, he, he loves to move and he loves to empower his believers. We are believers, right? We are believers. We are Christians. It's like little Christ walking this earth. That's what Christians mean. That's powerful. Come on. Look at your neighbor and say, I am a Christian. <laughs> Uh, it's like little Christ. That, I mean, a lot of times you say I'm a Christian, we don't really realize the depth and the power of it. It's like I'm a I'm like little Christ. Come on. <laughs> I'm like, you wanna see Jesus? Look at me. <laughs> hey, good stretch to that, right? Come on. It's so good. And so this this week I'm gonna kinda touch on the topic of faith. Right? I mean, Jesus talked a lot about faith, and faith is, is the sub- substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things unseen, right? It's like a substance. It's something, um, it, it's like tangible. How many have had, seen faith move in your lives? I, 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 I've had times where I have had no faith at all. And, and I didn't believe God for anything at all. And I have seen him, his power come over, this faith, this power come over me. And I'd seen him do extraordinary things through my life. And it's nothing I can take credit for, right? We can't take credit for it. It's all God. He's so good. And you know, when we walk out in faith and we walk out in what he's called us to do, do you know what glorifies him? It brings him Glory. A lot of times we think, oh my goodness, like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to put a show on. Come on, put a show on for Jesus. Let him be glorified. Amen? Come on, it's not about us. Amen? It's about seeing his glory come. And, and normal Christians walk in powerful faith. That's like a normal thing on a regular basis. They know their God and they experience what he has promised them. It's more than just head knowledge. Come on. You know, I, I went through m- much of my Christian life where I knew, you know, I could, I could bat off scripture. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I knew the word, what the word says. I even knew like what was happening like in the Christian community. Like I, I was, you know, knew, but you know what? I believed it, but I wasn't seeing it. And God began to stir something in my heart. I was like, man, this is not enough. Come on, this is not the normal Christian life that I signed up for. How many are with me? come on. This is not the normal life. Like, we're not supposed to just be able to talk about it. We're supposed to be able to see it demonstrated in our life. And it is not just for the pastors, the evangelists, the apostles, the teachers, the prophets. It's not for them. Their job is to equip the saints to do the work of the ministry. Come on. So that's what I'm about to do today. I'm about equipping you, all right? I'm about to be equipped. Just say, I'm about to be equipped. (laughs) You're gonna have get filled. Alright, come on. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so faith, substance. Um, in Hebrews 11.1, 1, in the King James Version, it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And I was like, substance, what does that mean? And I looked it up in the dictionary, that's what you do, right? And it says it means the real matter of which a person or thing consists and which has a tangible, solid presence. Did that make sense? Well, it has a tangible and solid presence. That's a substance. It's like tangible. It's like something that you can feel. It's something that, you know, you can't see it, but you know it's there. It's like the wind, right? You know, you can't see the wind, but you feel the effects of the wind. You know? Faith works kind of like that. And then I thought, evidence, evidence. And that means grounds for belief and proof. It brings evidence. When we, when we walk by faith, it brings evidence. There's something that happens. I, I love this saying. It says, it's impossible um, for God not to move when we pray, especially when we believe. Come on. He's always moving. Sometimes we think, oh my goodness, I don't know when this is going to change. I don't know when this is going to happen. I've been believing this for a long time. Keep on keeping on keep believing because God's moving. We don't know what's happening behind the scenes. But as we believe him, he moves. Amen? He moves. You know, uh, normal Christians, they bring faith with the words that they say. How many know that's true? That is true. The words that we say have power. They have such power. Sometimes, you know, there's so much power in what we agree with. Do you know that? We agree with a lot of things. We agree with, oh my gosh, I look fat today. You agree with it? You probably look it then. (laughs) Oh my goodness, I never have enough money. You're agreeing with that. Guess what? You're not going to have enough money. It's because you're speaking things. And the Bible says in Proverbs 18.21 that, you know, uh, there is life and death in the power of the tongue. And a lot of times we bring life or we bring death and I choose to bring life. How about you? I choose to bring life. Every word I say, I call people amazing. I say beautiful to people because that's who they are. That's what they are, right? They're beautiful. They're amazing. God sees them as amazing. I, sometimes we look too much on the outside, but God's calling us to go higher to look through the eyes of faith. And faith is blind. I, I love this. There's, a, there's a, a blind man that I met uh, recently, and, and every time I see him, I just love this guy. Every time I see him, he always says, it's so nice to see you. I'm like, come on, I love this guy. <laughs> he says it every time. "I'm so nice to see you. I'm like, oh, it's so good to see you. And So we, you know, like, there, there is so much power in the words that we say. And there is power in agreement. When we agree with God, Ooh, come on, there's no stopping what can happen. And so in 2018, let's agree with what God says. Let's agree with what God says. Not what we feel, not what we see. Our feelings, you know, they come and go. And God can use feelings. He can use them in the supernatural gifts. He loves to do that. He created feelings. But when we base our faith upon it, like, I'm not feeling it today, man, we're, we're you know, we're going to get what we say a lot of times. And some, sometimes that is, uh, it, it's been taken t- to the extreme. How many know that? Where people... <laughs> Or like, give me that Cadillac, you know? And You know, I mean, come on. It's, it doesn't have to be greedy or, or selfish. It's not made for that. It's made to bring life and life to the full. Amen? It brings faith. When we start talking about something, it, it stirs us, you know? Especially when we start talking about the things of God, and he loves it. We're going to look at uh, Luke chapter 17, and starting at uh, verse 6. I love this. This is so good. And it says, um, this is Jesus talking, so your Bible might be in red, all right? Just letting you know. Mine's not. (laughs) How many like seeing the words of Jesus? They're in red. They're so great. Amazing. Okay. (laughs) He replied, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, be rooted up, be rooted, uprooted and planted in the sea, and it will obey you. Come on, there is so much power in the things that we say. There's so much power. Jesus spoke to the wind, and it, and it stopped. And, and, he, and he loves to do that. He still does that today. He still does that today. I, I was talking about it when Greg spoke um, a couple of weeks ago, because we went on a missions trip. When he was a teenager, I think he was maybe a late teen, how much? 17? Hey, that's kind of late, right? 17? And so uh, we went to Jamaica, and while we were there, there was a hurricane that came out. It was called Hurricane Charlie, so you can look it up. And so we were in a city called Spanish Town, and um, as we were there, um, we were ministering, having a wonderful time. God was doing all this amazing things. Just, I, I don't have time to just tell you everything that he did. But um, this hurricane was coming straight for us. And, I mean, you could do two things. You could be scared and huddle up and cry, you know, and agree with your. some of the parents were probably wanting to cry as their teenage children are <laughs> in Jamaica with a hurricane coming, you know. We could look at the natural, or we could agree with what God says. So we made that decision. We were just going to agree with what God says. And he said, you know, speak to the storm, and it will stop. And so we, uh, we went out, and we just began praying. We just, we're just commanding that storm to stop and go back to the sea in the name of Jesus. And we're just praying. We're on the front lawn. Come on. <laughs> Crazy, awesome teenagers, right? And we're on the front lawn, and we're praying. And it was so funny because our the host um, gentleman who... Um, who was hosting us, he said, um, wait a minute, wait a minute, it's our dry season, we need rain. And so we're like, okay. <laughs> so we're like, okay, God, you know, bring up rain, but turn the hurricane back. And so we just began to pray, and wouldn't you know it, the hurricane was coming straight for us. It went like this, Arr! and it went, do, 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 do. I'm sorry, it got animated. <laughs> and it went back and hit the, the corner of... I think it went this way, so it hit the corner of Jamaica, and so it missed Spanish Town. They got the rain they needed, because it got close enough, they got the rain, and we just rejoiced. I remember dancing in the rain. Do you remember that, you guys? (laughs) Greg, I remember that. And so God moved in that way, and it's powerful. The things that we say have power. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. And normal Christians, they delight to obey what he says. In Matthew uh, chapter 8, verses 18, it says, When Jesus saw the crowd around him, he gave orders to cross to the other side of the lake. So he told his disciples. Then he got into the boat, and his disciples followed him. Without warning, a furious storm. How many know storms usually come without warning, right? You're going along your life, all of a sudden, you're like, Whoa, where did that come from? (laughs) Drama, you know? A furious storm came up upon the lake so that the waves swept over the boat. That's a big storm. But Jesus was sleeping. Come on, I want to sleep in some storms. I don't know about you. I want to be so filled with the peace of God and the faith of God that no no weapon that formed against me or my family or this church will prosper. Come on. And I can walk in peace and uh, confidence in God. And that's a part of faith. It's having confidence of God will do exactly what he says. Come on. So good. Okay, so Jesus was sleeping. The disciples woke him up saying, Lord, save us. We are going to drown. And he replied, You of little faith, why are you so afraid? And then he got up and rebuked the winds and the waves, and it was completely calm. And the men were amazed and asked, even the winds and the waves obey him. Amen, that is powerful. Come on, that's something to cling to and agree with. Even the winds and the waves obey his name. That's so powerful, isn't it? Like those things that we go through, those things have to obey the name of Jesus, Those things have to come under authority with the name of Jesus, with what Jesus says. And a lot of times, we don't see it happen right away. Sometimes you might. Sometimes you might see something happen right away. I remember one time I was... This was when my kids were younger, um, and we lived in the valley area of Syracuse. And I um, was going to pick the kids up from school, and I was at a stoplight, and it was on Salina Street. And I was going to take a left to go pick them up at Faith Heritage. And I'm sitting there, and I got worship going on. One of my sons was in the car seat, that's how long ago it was. And I'm just, you know, worshiping, just having a good time with Jesus in the car. And all of a sudden, I see these cute little boys with their backpacks on, and they're walking, and they're, like, all excited, you know? They're just going along. And I see this guy in a shopping, with a shopping cart. He was a homeless man or something, I don't know, but he had the shopless cart, and he had, like, it looked like a spirit of rage. He was angry. He was really angry, and he was going after them. Like, he was coming full force to go get those little boys that were walking home. And without even thinking, you know, when you're, when you have a lifestyle where you walk with God and you believe him, things come up and you don't even think about it, it just happens naturally, right? It's like moms with kids. Dads with kids, right? The kids starts falling and you just automatically go, you know, save the child. And so um, anyways, Uh, so I'm walking and all of a sudden I just said, in the name of Jesus. I don't even remember what I said, but I just command you to stop right now in the name of Jesus and turn around. And I kid you not, (laughs) this guy's going and he's angry. He went like this. And he looked like this and turned around and went the other way. And I'm like, whoa! I'm like screaming, whoa! I'm like, oh my goodness! Whoa! I was so excited. Wow, I didn't mean to be that loud, sorry. I was so excited, like... Oh my gosh, like our words have power, you know? So it works Where as you're going through your life, as you're going through your day, as you're going through situations. Agree with what God says, amen? Speak the words of faith. Speak life over yourself. You may not feel good, you know? It's not about lying. It's about speaking what the word says. Coming into agreement with what God says is more powerful than what the devil says, It's more powerful than what the world says. It's more powerful than what you're going through. You speak to your body. Come on. How many times have we prayed for people and they get healed right away? And then a few days later, uh, the little guy, yeah, because he's little. He's a lot littler littler than we think he is, the devil I'm talking about. You know, because we have a great big God and a little bitty devil. Sometimes we think he's a great big devil and a little bitty God. But no, he's a little guy, all right? And so, anyways, then the little guy just starts blabbing his mouth. Blah, 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 blah. You're not healed. You didn't really get healed, you know? And then a lot of times we come in agreement with what's that saying. Like, oh, you're right. Oh, these pains are hurting me. Ugh, you know, we just go through these things. And, and oh my goodness, when we do that, guess what happens? We lose our healing, right? We agree with the enemy. But what if when, those, when the devil, that little guy, starts blabbing his mouth, and we say, absolutely not, devil, <laughs> Jesus healed me a few days ago, and go in the name of Jesus. Come on. And we start walking. One time I prayed for my dad. He was going, I think it was your knee, right, dad? He was going through something, and um, God healed his knee. All his pain left, and he was good. A few days later, little guy blabbing his mouth off, right? He starts blabbing away, and he starts getting pain. My dad said, absolutely not in the name of Jesus. I was healed two days ago, And, and it went away. He was completely healed. So remember that. Living a lifestyle of faith, it's like we, we, uh, we you know, we walk with, we, we agree with God more than we agree with the, our circumstances, right? Um, faith does not deny the existence of a problem. Faith denies the problem a place of influence. Come on. That's good. It's so good. I agree with that, Marissa. I'm going to repeat that statement. Faith does not deny the existence of a problem. Faith denies the problem a place of influence. Come on. I love this in Psalms 84, verses 5 through 7. It's so good. And it says, Blessed are those who dwell in your house. They are ever praising you. Blessed are those whose strength is in you, who have set their hearts on pilgrimage. As they pass through the valley... Of Baca, which is like weeping. Um, they make it a place of springs. The autumn rains also and covers it with pools, and they go from strength to strength till each appears before the God of Zion. And that is saying that you're going through stuff, but you know, when we believe God, we change the atmosphere. That means God's word and what He says trumps over what we're happening. So we go from strength to strength. It's not denying what's going on, but it's coming into agreement with what God says. So as you're going, I like what it says here in uh, the New Living Translation. I don't know if that was up there, but what joy for those whose strength comes from the Lord. What joy who have set their minds on a pilgrimage to Jerusalem. It's like you're, you, got, you got the prize ahead of you, right? When they walk through the Valley of Weeping, when they're going through stuff, right, it will become a place of refreshing springs. Come on. A place of refreshing springs. The autumn rains will clothe it with blessings, and they will continue to grow stronger, and each of them will appear before God in Jerusalem. They change the atmosphere, amen? They don't allow the circumstances to trump what God says, amen? And, it, and it's not automatic, I wish it was. <laughs> I wish it was like, oh, I'm gonna play dad and just live my life. No, it it requires faith. It requires believing what God says, you know, coming into agreement. That's why I love declarations. If you if you guys don't uh use declarations as part as your a part of your daily time with God, you need to. And there's a website, it's called anightinghope.org. There are so many declarations on there for everything you're going through. And when you declare what God says, because sometimes our prayer time can be pretty wimpy. I don't know, have you heard sometimes, you know, especially if you're going through stuff, you could read the Psalms, they sound kind of wimpy. You know, we can come before God and just talk to him with how we, how we feel sometimes, and it's okay, he's such a good father. But when we come before him and declare not what we're feeling, but we declare what God's word says over our situation, we start to begin to see things turn around and change. It's powerful. Normal Christians see him move on many levels in provision, in healing, in deliverance, in answered prayer. When they persevere, he comes through in so many ways. Hallelujah. Normal Christians are believing believers that actually believe. Come on, what about that? They walk out what they believe by obeying what Jesus says, and then they go for it. Come on. We're called believers. We're called to believe God. (laughs) Actually believe God. It's not just a nice word to put after our name. I'm a Christian. I'm a believer. No. That means believe God. (laughs) That means actually believe what his word says. That doesn't mean that you just have it up here. That means you walk it out. Come on. You walk it out. It doesn't mean you're not going to go through stuff. We all go through stuff. It's our perspective. We walk it out. It's good. How are you going to get a testimony if you don't go through a test? Man, you don't even want to know what I was just going to say. I'm not going to say that. No, you don't want to know. Uh-huh. Oh, man, I love what Smith Wigglesworth said. How many have heard of him? He's called the Apostle of Faith. Crazy, amazing guy. You could look him up and read some of his stuff. Um, Smith Wigglesworth said that I can get more from God by believing him for one minute than shouting at him all night. Come on. Some of us shout all night, you know? Ah! I remember one time uh, I went to um, some place. Here's someone preach and they literally scream the whole time, you know. Because I mean, so, <laughs> grace, grace. But literally, they they scream the whole time because they thought that that was going to bring God. It's not our voice. It's who we are. It's what we believe. Come on, there's power in that. It's what we believe, being believing believers that actually believe what God said. It's so powerful. And then Second Corinthians. Uh, well, actually, First 1 Timothy 16.12 says to fight the good fight of faith. And sometimes we think it's like, ah, And, you know, sometimes it's okay to raise your voice. I mean, I do all the time, you know, with God. I'm like, oh, you know, we did it today in worship. It's okay. But the most powerful way of fighting God is resting in him. Ha. We just had, last week, um, we had three days of prayer and fasting, and that was amazing. Um, if you couldn 't be here we 're going to do it again i 'm just speaking that by faith jim tuttle we 're going to do it again <laughs> um, and and it was just it was just a, a wonderful, powerful time and in the beginning of our time. Um, with God, we would have like the first 15 minutes just to rest in God, just to rest. We had music playing and you could, you know, get on your face or, you know, just sit in your seat and just let God touch you. You know, it's, it's so powerful when we minister out of rest, right? When we believe him, it's actually believing it. It's so powerful. It's so powerful. And so, um, one thing that I always, we talk about in our discipleship, in our growth track, which I think everyone should go through because we, you know, you can know all the stuff about the Bible, but it's, it's amazing when someone actually walks through it with you. It's powerful, and, um, and, and what I mean by that is a lot of times we're like, God says, pray for the sick. Well, some, if you're like me, it's like, well, how do you do that? <laughs> like, what do you do? Okay, you lay hands on them, but like, how do you do that? And so we've actually took the time to actually walk people through, like, how do you pray for the sick? And, and we use stuff like... Um, um, it's called the five-step prayer model, and what that is, is it's just people who ha- have healing gifts. They they took the time and actually think of what do we actually do when we pray for the sick, and so they took time and then they wrote it down. I mean, it's that simple. It's relational. It's talking to people. So we talk about that: how to pray for the sick. What do you do? How do you prophesy? What do you?